1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scotland take on Hungary as Alex McLeish looks for his first win back in charge of the national team A local derby in the championship sees St Mirren and Dumbarton go head to head With the Buddies aiming to take another step towards the title And Kevin Thompson says the challenge for Rangers midfielders like Greg Doherty Is to challenge Scott Brown It is a Tuesday evening and I'm pleased to say I'm in the company of Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Yes, less than one hour to kick off in Budapest for Scotland um, Seven changes for Alec McLeish, a completely new look side from the team beaten by Costa Rica on Friday night. I said in the show on Saturday, this is all a learning curve. It's baby steps for Alec McLeish in his second coming as Scotland manager, if you like. He found out things about Tom Kearney, Kevin MacDonald, Ollie McBurney, Scott McTominay and others on Friday night. And tonight, he's turning it around. It's more of, can't we quite call him the old guard, but guys who have won camps before, Callum McGregor, Stuart Armstrong, John McGinn, the likes of James Forrest and a first cap of course for Jack Hendry. Yes, the first order of business is to get your thoughts on this team selection. So it looks like, well, it is going to be Alan McGregor in goal, that's for sure. The back three is going to be Jack Hendry, Charlie Mulgrew, the captain and Scott McKenna of Aberdeen. The wing backs, if you like, Ryan Fraser of Bournemouth and that man, Andy Robertson. The midfield three, Stuart Armstrong, John McGinn, Callum McGregor with James Forrest up there alongside Matt Phillips, Gordon Deal. Um, suggestions are that James Forrest will play right up there with Matt Phillips as, mm-hmm. as a striker I mean that's not something we've really seen what, How would you expect this to shape up? Well it looks like it's going to be three at the back Four in the middle of the park McGregor will play in just behind the front two of Phillips and Forrest Whether Alex looked at it and thought The one up front I don't think anybody likes But it's modern day game And if you have a one up front Gordon You've got to get people like the Armstrongs The McGregors that can go in beyond and cause problems and score goals. We didn't have that on Friday. Alex looked at it, he's changed it. Phillips gives us a bit of pace, bit of height. Forrest a bit of pace, he's in great form. He scored goals this season. McGregor's a very clever player in behind. Good looking middle of the park, really strong. It's a very forward thinking team, you've got to say. Alex really went for it tonight. I think it's a very good team I think it's got a good balance to it I just hope we can get a good performance And a good result After a disappointing uh, result against Costa Rica What do you think of that Scotland team tonight then? Are you happy with it? And if not, why not? Who would you rather see in the starting 11? Get in touch 0141 951 1025 We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB as well uh, Roger, the great thing I was well, If you can use the word great About the national team and team selections Everyone has got an opinion And they tend to differ wildly However The names that most people agreed Had to start tonight If you like Were Armstrong It's one you kept seeing McGinn, McGregor I think people just wanted to see A bit more A bit more energy In, in the middle of the field Yeah well you asked me in the show Seven days ago If it was a competitive game for Scotland What would my midfield three be? And I said McGinn, Armstrong and McGregor I just feel that at the minute, Scott McTominay is, is still finding his game. He's doing well at Manchester United. Thought he did okay on Friday night. I'm not sure McTominay and Kevin McDonald are naturally, you know, suited to playing with one another. But 
Armstrong, McGregor, McGinn We all know what they contribute I'm looking forward to seeing them tonight There'll be changes as well I think of of, of the original squad there's, there's four in the bench Who haven't featured so far Ryan Christie, Kenny McLean, Barry Douglas And of course Jason Cummings So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw those four At some stage later in the game But from a starting 11 As Dan says It looks more attack minded Ryan Fraser on the right hand side Is a role he's fulfilled for Bournemouth this season And in an away game It'll be interesting to see how the pace Of Forrest and Phillips in the counter attack works Ryan Fraser in particular Gordon Because um I'm not saying it should work this way mm-hmm. But it tends to be Because of where we are at That once a player starts to establish themselves In the English Premier League They're right in there But Ryan Fraser's international career Hasn't quite taken off yet He get, he get injured at a couple of key times And had to withdraw from squads um, He has spoken in the past couple of weeks About Gordon Strachan Not giving him as much of a chance As he felt he deserved He did come on against England If you remember in the, the two-all game But Considering he has done pretty well in the English Premier League at times We've not seen a great deal of him in a Scotland jersey No but this is his opportunity tonight uh, Especially after a disappointing result on Friday Let's forget about that now That's past Alec uh, picked a team that he thought could beat Costa Rica It was a poor first uh, half performance But we move on now And I think Fraser Yeah you're right Gordon Emdick plays week in week out in the English Premier League You've got to be given an opportunity And he's played there He can play there He knows the position The difference And this is my greatest argument Everybody thinks that I don't rate the lad Callum Parson I do In the right position At Hearts he played right back He can't defend to save himself He really can't He went to Cardiff Neil Warnock put him in the number 10 position He's been magnificent Ryan Fraser knows that position Knows how to play it I talk about balance That's got a good balance to it if you look right through the team Good three centre-backs Good mixture in there as well Can use the ball uh, The three of them The middle of the part You've got good drive You've got energy in there With Armstrong, McGinn Robertson's a standout In the, in the left wing-back position McGregor's a very clever player That can open up defences And you've got the option now Of the ball over the top, Gordon For a bit of pace up front 0141-951-1025 To have your say Let's hear from Scotland manager Alex McLeish as you know, we've had, a, had some casualties where we've had to send some players home um, as they have club action at the, at the end of the week. So no point in holding on to anybody. But um, yeah, the, the squad's the squad's strong enough, you know, that we the players we have to play in this game. <clears throat> and I'd say every member of the squad has stood up really well in training and, and I feel that any of them could play for the national team. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll be a more experienced team. Uh, you, you know a lot of players that play who have had caps before and have experienced uh, the, the, the international arena. So that, that'll be more evident. I'm still looking at performance level. You know, we... We want to try and get a result with a good result with good performance, and, and obviously that um, it's encouraging and gives the players evidence that they're, you know, that, that they're on the track, you know, to go where we want to go. Stevie and Paisley is first up tonight. Hi, Stevie. Boys, how are we doing tonight? Oh, good. What's Hi, your Stevie. thoughts tonight, then, Stevie? Yeah, same again. I'm I'm excited uh, for this new adventure that Alex's going to hopefully. <laughs> Take us on. Uh, I think, as I was saying there, uh, the game at the weekend against Costa Rica, 
I think that was a game for Alec just to get a feel and to please people like myself and other folk who are crying out for young boys to get first caps and uh, and, and get them in and bed them in. Second half was a wee bit better, but tonight we're starting to see, I think, the team that we're looking for maybe Minus the boy McTominay, as, as the boy said there, he's still inexperienced. It, it, but he, that boy's got a future, I think, in the game big time uh, to be the Scotland main midfielder for about 10 years. But I think we're looking slowly getting to the, the position where, yep, I think he knows what his team is going to be. The forward's very difficult because we're not crying out for forwards. Once Lee Griffiths is fit, he'll be straight back in the team. I would have liked to have seen the young boy at Hearts uh, get a, a game tonight. We know what McGregor can do. He's been there, seen it, done it. But I, I, that would have been my one change tonight. Bring uh, my, the boy for Hearts John in. John McLaughlin. Oh, he's a fantastic young goalkeeper. We're only like that on, on, against Costa Rica. He's not that young, by the way, but I, I take your point about him having a good season. Inexperienced, sorry, I should have said. Inexperienced. Give him a game and see what it is. Because what's McGregor now? McGregor must be pushing 30, 33, 34. I think he's even yeah. more. I think yeah, I think he's thirty-six. No, I yeah. think he's even more than that. Yeah, as he older than that. So I mean, it'd be an ideal opportunity tonight uh, to to go. But uh, I think we just go for it tonight again. And I think this is slowly getting to the team that that, that Big Ed hopefully will, will take us forward with. What do uh, the boys think about that? Well, well, I think I think you make good points here, Steve. I think you make the 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 one position I always look at is to win games. It's the easiest thing in the world. Score goals. And we're missing a guy that can score goals, is Lee yeah. Griffiths. Uh, McBurney the other night, yeah, he had a decent enough game. Is he going to be the one that gets the goals? <sighs> Early days, I don't think so. I'd rather have Lee Griffiths in there. There's a nice balance to it. Phillips will give us a bit of pace tonight with Forrest, and Forrest is in great form. I've never really, I've never really watched him play up there, Gordon, so I don't know how he'll adapt to this. What, he, what Alex asked him to do, he's not a back-to-goal centre forward as a striker of that there's no doubt whether he's going to play and just drift from side to side and try and link up with like say Ryan Fraser and Robertson coming down the flanks try and play stuff off with McGregor his teammate at Celtic uh, and let Phillips be that out and out striker but no I, th- I think it's got the makings of a good side but I think you make a good point there um, McLaughlin at Hearts has been terrific this season uh, why why not give the the boy a, a but we're nitpicking once again because everybody will have their opinions well McGregor's experience he's in behind a back three that's never played together that gives you a wee bit of help if you were looking for an obvious response to that Roger it would be that in a back three which contains Jack Hendry making his debut Scott McKenna making his second appearance Probably Alex McLeish feels a bit more comfortable having an experienced goalkeeper yeah, without, rather than a debutant. Without doubt, and I think that's why Charlie Mulgrew's there as well. Tony Mowbray, the club manager at Blackburn, was keen for Mulgrew not to go to Budapest because Blackburn have a, have a key League One game on Thursday night. Um, Alec McLeish decided he was, he was so short of centre half having lost Grant Hanley. Well, none, he, none on the bench tonight, no centre backs on, on the, the bench. bench. So Charlie Mulgrew's there. He starts, I would imagine he would play the 90 minutes, much to Tony Mowbray's annoyance. But Mowbray, sorry, Mulgrew, I should say, and McGregor are key because you can't just throw 11 kids at it. It's an inexperienced team. Ryan Fraser, as we said, doesn't have many caps. He, even the midfield lads, you know, McGinn, Callum McGregor. I made this point last night. We talk about these guys because they're perhaps a bit more familiar to us, but they're, yeah. they're not experienced in terms of I'm international not, football. Even Stuart Armstrong. All, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to see how. The formation works I think Scotland will try and Stretch the game Hungary as a home team Will be forced to Try try and make A lot of the play Scotland might sit in And try and catch them in the break And what a lot of pace 
Fraser yeah. and Robertson in wide areas. Forrest and Phillips up top. Stevie? Do you not think that the two, uh, two centre-halves there, Henby and McKenna, I think you're looking at... We've, we've been crying out for centre-backs for a long time. I think you're looking at two boys there who could probably play at that level again for the next five or six years. So they've got to get their caps somewhere. Well, yeah. I, th- I think I think the main thing nowadays for the modern day centre back, we go back to the old cliches of years ago. First and foremost, defend. That's what the old guard say. That's what I used to say. My my centre backs defend. Modern day football is different now. You're asked from the goalkeeper to play out for the back. You've got to be comfortable. You've got to be able to step into the middle of the park. You've got to make the passes. I think You've got to be quick if you can. Yeah, <laughs> Jack yeah. Henry. That, that I that's think Jack Henry's very strength, good at that. Doesn't it? I think he's very good at that, Gordon. So I think he'll be a big plus. Mulgrew is very comfortable on the ball. A great uh, threat at set plays as well. I sort of I disagree with Roger a little bit. But interesting. I don't think he'll play ninety minutes. I think Alec will respect Tony Mowbray and say right, okay, if I can get maybe a half sixty minutes because I know your your argument. There's no centre backs. But you can tweak that, you can go to a back four, you can bring on parts and you can change it about a little bit. Remember, we're still experimenting here. A thank you to Stevie and Paisley. It's 0141-951-1025 if you want to get involved. Uh, Roger, I must say, only 45 minutes to kick off and uh, the screen in front of me says Andy Robertson from Newton Mearns. I, I, I assume it's not It's not that one Is it? Well listen mm. He's got to do something To kill the last few minutes Well he's kick-off. running that quick He can go over and back In time for a kick off Andy is that you? Unfortunately not Oh it's a different <laughs> one Alright sorry Sorry for the big build up On you go Evening guys Thanks for taking my call um, Everyone agrees That for 20 odd years Scotland have been a failure In international football mm-hmm. and, and we need to change things So all this talk About having to have The experience I was one of the guys that used to argue with my colleagues and my pals, give McLeish a chance. Okay, he looked at in the past, but give him a chance. But he's, he's alienating, alienating me against him. He's playing a winger who doesn't score goals up front for us tonight. That is unspreading, to say the least. Okay, Cummings hasn't scored a lot of goals for Rangers not playing. McBurney's not scoring a lot of goals. But play a striker, a guy who knows how to score goals. I just want to see your thoughts on the, that. The only thing I'll say to you, Andy, um, being, being a player and, and leaving school and getting in at a football club at 16, 17, and you go into 18, you get into the first team, the one thing for a young player, an inexperienced player, these guys have not got a lot of caps, a lot of them, the one thing you learn from is experienced players round about you. And, and I can understand the arguments about We're not going to learn anything about McGregor it's only, Pro- it's only one player Yeah, it's not about McGregor tonight McGregor, as we touched on He'll be there to organise that back three He'll be there to Okay, McGrew's older now But he'll be there to speak to Jack Henry And, and McKenna and Fraser And uh, Robertson down the left-hand side He'll be He's there to organise So as much as I like to see youth And people getting a chance I totally agree with that You've got to be fair in the guys in there to give them the best opportunity. You need the experienced players round about you. You go and ask any young Celtic player that walks into that first team and the first guy they'll say helped them, Scott Brown, because he's experienced, he helps them, he talks to them, he puts them into position and you learn so much. And, and you wonder as well, you, you look at the way he's picked the teams, you know, the two Fulham boys were in together on Friday night to try and help each other. All the Celtic boys are back together tonight Armstrong, McGregor, 
Forrest's in the team Hendry's in the team for the first time You wonder maybe if John McLaughlin Is going to get his chance next time around In either Peru or Mexico With Christoph Berra and John yeah. Suter beside him to, to ease him in I just wonder if this is a grand plan You know, Alex not just looking at selection For one game on Friday night And then one game tonight There's maybe a plan through the four or five friendlies That he knows which players he wants to use In which games Andy, I take your point about the strikers I don't think anyone would argue that it's Ideal But but given where we're at And given that McBurney did play the other night Played the vast majority of the game Do we really have many other options? No you're right We don't have many options But that's what I'm saying Play a striker We've got a couple of strikers on the bench Who will score goals Okay Cummins has, I'm a Rangers supporter And I've not been overly impressed with Cummins But he's in the squad And he's a striker I, I think we we'll see, we're, we're bound to see him At some stage tonight In defence of James Forrest He's scored more goals this season Than any of the strikers That includes Lee Griffiths I think Forrest's got 16 goals for Celtic this season More than Cummings More than McBurney More than Phillips uh, and I think probably more than Lee Griffiths as well So is it a very good season for us I, I'm actually, you know, in this sort of week Where we're finding things out about a lot of these fringe Scotland players We're quite interested to see how Forrest does in attack Yeah, but you've got to I, I'm desperate to know what his role is tonight As I, as I touched on James Forrest is never a back-to-goal player I can understand Andy looking at this team and thinking Square pegs and round holes Why not play a centre-forward? Jason Cummings plays up there He knows the position but At the same time, though, I'm what, sure Alex what, McLeish will want want players to really earn their, their first start, won't they? And yeah, I'm not saying play. What I'm interested in, Gordon, is what is his role tonight? What's he going to be asked to do? I don't believe that he's going to play right up there with Phillips and the two of them are going to play back to goal. I don't. I think Forrest will have a special role to go and play. And James Forrest is having a terrific season and deserves to be in that side. Well, the under-19s, if you're interested, are leading by example because they were 2-0 down to Norway and they're now 3-2 ahead, would you believe? Celtic's Jack Aitchison has just scored a penalty. It's 0141-951-1025 to have your say on that lineup, and we'll hear from James McFadden after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football all season long. Please gamble responsibly. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Just over half an hour away from kickoff in Hungary against Scotland. A reminder of Alex McLeish's team tonight: Alan McGregor in goal, a back three of Jack Hendry, Charlie Mulgrew, and Scott McKenna. Wing backs: Ryan Fraser uh, and Andy Roberts in the midfield. Stuart Armstrong, John McGinn, Callum McGregor, and attacking James Forrest and Matt Phillips. We obviously await to see specifically uh, the shape that those players are going to line up in tonight. But if you've got any Thoughts on that lineup? Give us a call 0141 951 1025. Let's hear from Scotland assistant boss James McFadden. He says winning tonight isn't the be all and end all. He feels the squad building towards something much bigger. He claims he's been impressed by the young players that have been drafted in, both on and off the pitch. Friday was important to get players a game and, and let us have a look at them. But I think it's, you know, that we've got a big travelling squad and we're trying to use everyone. Um, and it's just worked out that. It seems to be probably closer towards a more experienced side tonight. I don't think we're going to go for a, a win at all costs in terms of, you know, we're not judged on, obviously, what win games, but the big picture here is that we're trying to build something for the, the Nations League and, and beyond. So, obviously, we want to win and we'll begin out with the attitude to win. We've, we've picked a, a strong team and it's one where it'd be great if we won the game, but we want to go and see people playing more like the second half of a Friday night, you know, Forward passing with with a purpose, you know, getting bodies forward, squeezing the game, and and creating chances. There's players that 
as I said, they've never been in squads before. Some players that maybe thought they weren't going to get called up, and they, they have been. But I think I, I've been really impressed by them in terms of their, their attitude to training has been brilliant. But they've mixed well. They've, they've not been just running away to their rooms and, and hiding away. They've, they've been a core group of players sitting together, whether it's been at the lunch table or down having a coffee, um, out with uh, the lunch and meal times. And, and they have mixed really well. Um, I've been impressed by the, the spirit they're trying to build already and that's something we, we need. We need something where players are looking forward to coming away and some of them to get away from the club environment, other ones to just come away and, and try and impress but to be part of another another team. I've said it before, I think we've got a chance of achieving something really special and, and I've been impressed with the players that have been called up and there's still players to come into that as well. Uh, on Twitter uh, Sultan of Bruni says What's the point of playing Alan McGregor again? What will we learn? He should have played one of the other keepers instead um, A few more coming in as well On Twitter at Clyde SSB Mick Quigley I know a lot of people maybe aren't happy About the, the striking situation But Mick Quigley simply says Phillips is a better player than Cummings So he's not too bothered uh, And if you want to join us on the phones 01419511025 Ronnie's in Carluke Hi Ronnie Hello Father Can I speak to Gordon please? He's, he's listening, he's all ears Hi, Hi Ronnie, Ronnie. How you doing? I'm all I right, like to, I've got a point to say to you Gordon First of all, I'm a Rangers fan But I've got to take my hat off to, to Scott Brown for His testimonial year And um, his game And putting his money towards him brother's family I've got to take my hat off to him yeah. uh, for, for doing that gesture I think it's brilliant It reminded me of a guy called Niall Quinn Who did it against Sunderland He done it to put his money to charity as well yeah, that's right. right. I remember that was something the region of a million pounds or something, wasn't it? That's right. That's right. In that area. Now, my point is the night panel. Uh, I know Stuart Armstrong's been injured, right? Mm-hmm. And he's played for the satellite. But the guy called Jack Henry playing to come into squad, who's played a couple of games for Celtic, he's only played about two games. Do you honestly think he would get a cap for Scotland if he was stuck playing with Dundee? Well, that's that's a good point, Ronnie. When you when you get signed and you're at Celtic and Rangers, then you I think you've got a much better chance of getting called up into the Scotland squad. Now, I've got to say I've been impressed with Jack Hendrick. Even when he was at Dundee, I thought that Celtic were going to go for him. I like to look at him. I thought that he's got everything to be a top player. As I touched on earlier, it's not just about being a centre half, a number five now. It's about the full package. You've got to be able to be comfortable in the ball. You've got to be able to step into the middle of the park and play. I think he's one that can do that. I think he deserves his chance. But you're right. Sometimes the Celtic Rangers players, they're the first picks before a Dundee player, before a Hibs player or whatever. But we've been crying out for young talent. We've been crying out for managers to give young talent an opportunity. Alex Given some young players an opportunity I just think we've got to back them but I, th- I think he's a good inclusion into the squad tonight and the team yeah and it, listen it, I thought John Suter might have been in the squad along with Christoph Bear Alex decided to go a different way he's gone with Scott McKenna who I thought was one of the success stories on Friday night against Costa Rica mm-hmm. he's gone with Jack Henry tonight because Grant Hanley's pulled out the squad all he can do is give these young lads a chance you know McKenna as we said did well the other night hopefully Jack Henry will do well tonight would he have been camped if he was still at Dundee? Listen, it's possibly doubtful, but in Alec McLeish's defence, he's bringing in McKenna from Aberdeen, he's bringing in McGinn from Hibs, he's brought into the squad McLaughlin from Hearts, so it's not just Rangers and Celtic players who are being picked. Ronnie? Aye, but fair enough. But I think about for Hibs, the boy McGinn, I think he's the next 
to me, he could be possible next Scotland captain. I think he's a fantastic player. He's a great asset to Scotland. He's awareness and distribution. It's absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. Listen, it's just a friendly, Gordon, mm-hmm. in one respect, but it's obviously very important. If you were inside John McGinn's mind right now, will he be seeing this as the start of a chance for him to really become one of Scotland's main men? I'm not saying he's going to, but in the past he's been on the periphery of teams and, and brought into squads and played friendlies and 10, 15, 20 minutes here and there and some qualifiers now that we are supposedly in this bright new dawn for international football do you think he, he'll feel this, this is this is his chance to try and establish himself? I think he's got the ability Gordon um, we all know that he's had a terrific season with Hibs um, all the fans are crying out for him Especially after Friday for tonight to get into that middle of the park, give us a bit of strength, a bit of energy, a bit of, you know, tackling and getting in about things. He's just got to relax and play his, his own game. When he came on the other night there, he was chasing everything. He was trying to get involved. He only had eight minutes plus, which is nothing. It's, it's ridiculous to bring someone on at that time unless there's an injury. So the lad's got a chance tonight. He's got abundance of talent. And um, he's just got to settle sell down into middle of the park. He's got to be there for a long time. He's 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 terrific player. Uh, he brings us something different in there. I'm delighted he's playing, and I see him being a big part uh, going forward with Scotland. Uh, Regan's optimistic on Twitter. Says really happy with that team. We're strong in midfield. Looking forward to it. lots of threats all over the park. The future is bright. Well, we certainly hope so. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five to get involved. Uh, remember a big game in the Championship tonight. St Mirren against Dumbarton. We will cross over there and get you uh, some team news as soon as we possibly can. But in the meantime, Josh is on the line uh, from Irvine, but in Budapest, no less. So he's taking his pre-match build-up seriously. He's given us a call. What are your thoughts tonight, Josh? How's it going, boys? All right. Is, 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 you've uh, you've been taking it easy in the build-up, Josh. You're you're fitting well to speak to us. That's encouraging. Because usually, uh, all these well, trips can be uh, like. Well, th- things have been going well, Gordon. Put it this way: it's one pound thirty a pint, so <laughs> things are going well. Uh, but uh, the voice is a wee bit hoarse, uh, so apologies if you struggle hearing me. Um, no, um, I was just phoning uh, one of the the team tonight. Uh, I mean, I only got the tail end of the last caller there. Uh, was it Ronnie? Yes. Um, and he was, he was going on about Jack Hendry uh, getting a game. I mean, these are nothing games, do you know? <laughs> so, whether Jack Hendry plays, he's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. So, uh, I've been hoping Jack Hendry would uh, get in and get a, a game for a while. But, uh, you know, he's a good young, young centre half, he's a prospect. Um, I heard he's talking about would he get a game if he was still at Dundee obviously he wouldn't because that's not how we operate in the SFA but um, it, he's still a, he's a great centre half and he's went to Celtic and he's proved he can he can do that step up um, to, to play for a big team you know uh, so I'm happy with Jack Hendry uh, just something else I wanted to ask Gordon Gordon yes Josh how are we Matt Phillips at striker yeah. What's going on there? Um, obviously Griffiths is not fit He would be the one that Would get in and play that position I think oh, that Alex got, looking you've got, you've got Cummins and McBurney there You know what I mean? He's yeah. come on and done 20 minutes And he's done hee-haw Yeah, McBurney, McBurney played the Friday night And although the lad um, He had pass marks for me A couple of efforts on goals I think Alex just looking for something Maybe a little bit different tonight 
Um, Phillips gives us a wee bit more height, a wee bit more pace. So it'll be interesting to see how him and Forrest link up. I quite like Phillips. I liked him off the left hand side when he played with Scotland. Um, but it'll be interesting. But the minute Griffiths is in there, we need someone that's going to score his goals. Griffiths is our main man. Uh, but unfortunately, he's not available there now. So he's going to try one or two things. Josh, see when you're saying meaningless games, I I look at Scotland just now, and after I don't I don't agree with uh, James McFadden either. I think Scotland have got to win tonight because a lot guys like us know that we're experimenting. We're giving younger players a chance. We're changing teams. This isn't going to be the the strongest type team. We're giving opportunities. Alec McLeish come in for incredible amount of stick from a lot of people after Costa Rica game. If we get beat tonight, it's going to be worse. So although I'm not bothered because I know what Alex trying to do and take the, the country forward, I think for Alec himself, I think he's got to get a result tonight. There'll be a bit of pressure on him. Yeah, the great can... pressure. You know, you, Josh, you've absolutely confused Daz that you're £1.30 a pint. He doesn't know why you're excited. It was one thirty when he last bought a pint. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, you look at the reaction. I know the point Daz is trying to make because you look at the reaction at the final whistle at Hamden on Friday. There were jeers, there were boos. The, the fans weren't happy at a defeat to Costa Rica and it's strange because it's usually the media that get onto a manager's back with poor results and I think the, the media were they were showing far more patience far more understanding than the supporters were so it'll be interesting to see how the game goes and also interesting to see the reaction from the Scotland fans mm. uh, uh, No, um, I, I understand uh, right what Gordon's saying there uh, about Phillips offering something different. He's certainly got the physique of a striker, but uh, I don't know about him up top. I, I agree with you. He's, he's good on left hand side, but I mean, these uh, these kind of these kind of friendlies that we're, we're playing uh, on Friday there and tonight. Um, I agree with you in a sense that the cliche has to one. I mean, one for the kind of. Uh, wider kind of reputation will they do well and kind of things and two because I've got a coupon on for the night but uh, <laughs> I, I think that uh, I, I, win, I win would be good tonight Joe, but but at the same time the friendlies are a chance to kind of get the young boys in uh, and see who they do I'd actually wanted Barry Douglas to start tonight I mean I, I, you know uh, myself I, I love Andy Robertson more than anything right now but uh, I'd, I'd like to have seen Barry Douglas in there and just to see how it gets shown. But um, do you think perhaps we will after an hour or so, Josh? Well, I mean, maybe, but he's hard. I mean, Andy Robinson, it's Mulgrew playing, I yes, yes. I, yes I mean. uh, So I was going to say Andy Robinson will come from the side of him. Um, well, I mean, hopefully, um, if, if he's going to go ahead with a kind of playing a three, three five, you know, the, the five three formation in the future. Uh, I think Andy Robertson is going to be a big part of that and it's about you know, finding somebody that can do that role on the other side because I don't think A, Patterson's got it in him because I don't think he's good enough defensively uh, and I don't think that Forrest has really got that in his locker either uh, also because he's not good enough defensively well, you've got Ryan Fraser there who plays uh, in the English Premiership and I know that that's always a big, well, he's played God. English. Yes, and sometimes they turn up and they don't produce for their, their countries. I t- 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 take that on board, Josh. He's top class, but he's not a defender. He's, he's, a bit, he's shorter than me, and believe me, I'm short. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, Josh. At the end of the day, it's like fullbacks nowadays. You keep going back to the olden days when defenders were defenders. We've now got athletes that got them down the flanks. You look at Andy Robertson. You look at Tierney, for instance. Great going up and down. You look at, um, you know, um, Patterson. I don't think's a right back. But if you look at guys like uh, play with Rangers in modern football, uh, Tavernier. They can't. De- they're not great defenders. They're great at going forward. What the big thing now is is the midfield. The midfield has got a lot of responsibility putting them now to cover the gaps. Wing backs and full backs are attacking players nowadays. They're not. They need to be the greatest defenders. It certainly does help, but they go forward. I think that's a good team tonight, Josh, and I think you'll be celebrating a win with a one pound thirty pint. Josh, do you promise you're going to take it easy tonight? Give that throat a rest. Aye, and we're going to post-cut, mate Right, good man That was Josh uh, from Irvine But in Budapest We're going to cross over live Ahead of St Mirren And Dumbarton After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Download the app And score a tap-in Please gamble responsibly Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel Here with me, Gordon Duncan On tonight's programme We are less than 15 minutes away from kickoff In Budapest between Hungary and Scotland uh, A new look Scotland starting 11 tonight Seven changes from the team which lost at Hamden On Friday It's not often we get a 7 o'clock kickoff mm-hmm. On the show So it's going to be a bit different tonight Think of us as a Think of us as your sounding board You're watching the game You're you're frustrated Or you're delighted You want to get something off your chest Why not phone us We can we can watch it together if you like 0141 951 1025 uh, Roger if you're looking for an omen Or any sense of where the entertainment might come from The under 19s Scotland were 2-0 were down They then went 4-2 up And are now drawing 4-4 With a couple of minutes to go uh, Defence is on top Absolutely clearly. Would you settle for that as a neutral this evening? I think you would yeah. But we're not neutrals A 1-0 win will do uh, There's a big game in the Champions League A couple of big games across the country tonight But in the Championship St Mirren against Dumbarton Ronnie Charters is in Paisley You should have the teams for us Ronnie Yes I do indeed for St Mirren One change from the last time they played against Queen of the South That is Jack Baird out in place of Harry Davis 4-4, 1-1 for the Saints Craig Sampson in goal A back for Liam Smith, Gary McKenzie, Harry Davis and Adam Eckardley Stephen McGinn, Kyle McGinnis, Ryan Flynn and Cammy Smith Across the middle with Lewis Morgan and just behind Danny Mullen the subs for the buddies Stuart Dimitriou Sutton Baird McShane Riley and Hippolyte for Dumbarton it's five changes from that heartbreaking uh, defeat in the Iron Brew Cup they go with Scott Gallagher in goal David Smith Andy Bowie Stuart Carswell and Kyle Hutton Demetrius Foxelius Liam Dick Kevin Nesbitt and Andy Stirling Liam Burt and Craig Barr the subs for the Suns Gallagher Wilson Stuart Walsh Hill McLaughlin and Ewing the referee here in Paisley is Colin Stephen are the locals starting to get a bit excited about the prospect of promotion, Ronnie? Speaking to one or two when I came in, they certainly are indeed. One or two of them telling me they're looking forward to going to Ibrooks and Celtic Park next season, so confidence is obviously high. Speaking to one or two of the staff members as well, they're certainly hoping for a good crowd tonight. I think if we make it four wins, we'll see the part, uh, the, the buddies, sorry, promoted to the top flight of Scottish football once more. A win this evening, and they'll look to maybe, I think it's at home to Livingston if all results go their way, uh, is when they can seal the, the deal. But certainly, optimism is high, confidence is and they'll be looking for three points this evening It could be even earlier I suppose Roger if other teams continue to lose points because certainly in the case of of Dundee United uh, I don't want to be harsh on Livingston because they've done 
tremendously well But it could be even earlier uh, Than that April the 14th game that, that Ronnie points out against Livingston Yeah I would imagine so Because that's the one thing That's helped St Mirren this season Well as Jack Ross's team have done There's none of the teams below them Have really been able to find the consistency Livingston have done well to be fair to them But they've drawn 10 games through the season And that's what's hurt them You know St Mirren 20 wins from 28 games A fantastic turnaround from where they were last season Gordon Jack Ross one of many contenders for manager of the year plaudits I would have thought and I don't even think they'll need the four wins as you say a victory tonight against Dumbarton maybe a victory at Inverness at the weekend they will be almost there let's hear from Stevie Aitken ahead of tonight's game well, we're disappointed of course we are but I said the players walk out the shoulders back and they smile on the face and chest out because they've been terrific you know and, and don't feel sorry for yourself because there's no need to be um, we've got another big game on Tuesday you know we've, we've put in the coattails of two clubs that Potentially, or we shouldn't only be in the coattails with you know, I mean, two full time clubs. Another um, part time club, I mean, I get to do I think so. It just shows you how far this club has came as a part time club and they're competing with these full time clubs. So we'll go to St Murn, we've got all the players that's cup tied back, so we'll need to look at the squad uh, to freshen it back up, you know. But the players will give it for now, the end of the season, we'll get everything they've got, you know. And uh, for another couple of wins, the teams above us might be worried. So we'll keep you up to speed with events in Paisley as well Remember that under-19 Scotland game that I told you about 2-0 down, 4-2 up They're now getting beat 5-4 Incredible scenes And Graham is in the East End Hi Graham. Oh, how are you doing guys? Who's doing alright guys? Oh, yes. Good Graham. Yeah. What's your good, point tonight? Good. Well, just, just, I've got two actually Slash three um, the, the first point um, with Gordon Are you there big man? Yes, Graham. I totally and utterly agree with you. You were so shrewd in that comment. I actually wanted to give you a knighthood. Who in the right mind was the second game in charge, Alec McLeish, I'm talking about, would say, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're looking at performance levels and we need to take it to the next stage and, you know, and we're trying to build something for the future. Did you listen to his interview, Gordon? Did the panel, the whole, the whole lot of you guys, did you actually listen to that? He sounded like a broken man. And I just could not get that out of my head with trust, looking forward to a bigger future. Mm. Yes, he's doing experience, as Gordon says. He's bringing in experience. He's bringing in youth. And yeah, sorry, guys, I'm not slating the guy 110%, but second game in charge, you know, come on. And then the flip side to that, James McFadden comes on like a breath of fresh air. His interview was spot on to the finest detail with the kids, you know, mixing with each other, going for coffees, he's impressed with everybody, you know, they're, they're, they're mixing well, um, youth versus old, everybody's giving McGregor stick on Twitter, as, as Gordon was saying as well earlier on the show when I was listening. I mean, seriously, I just, it was night and day listening to. James McFadden and Alan McLeish, their national manager. Now, guys, what's your thoughts on that? Well, they'll have to think from the same hymn sheet soon because along with Peter Grant, they, they're there. I think we need to back them. I said it when Alan McLeish was appointed. Not everyone was behind the appointment, but the SFA made the appointment and I think we need to support them. And not too many were supporting them at the final whistle at Hamden on Friday night. A lot had left, as you pointed out in the show on Saturday. Those who stayed behind were jeering and booing. If Scotland lose tonight, it'll be interesting to see what the reaction is from the fans in the stadium and Graham from the rank and file support. You know the fo- that phone yeah. into the show because it's strange. Normally, yeah. the likes of myself and Gordon, guys in the media, get stick yeah. because we are 
overly critical of the team This time it looks as if it's the punters Who are more critical of the setup than exa- the media exa- Absolutely, exactly Because the media has a massive pull On domestic football You know, uh, World Cup football European football, national level Exactly, yeah, you're, you're absolutely, I totally 110% agree with you You know, because the media does have a massive pull You know, what we see, what we read, social media, etc But you're right, it's the punters, it's guys like myself going, I mean, I didn't want Alan McLeish I, I would have took Walter Smith 20 times over Alan McLeish and I think half our Scotland fans would have done that as well he was the last bit of the barrel and that's, I mean, that, who, Graham, who, that's who, where who, I think that um, as much as we touch on experimenting with the side I think for Alec um, he's got to he's got to start winning games. He can't he can't go tonight and say lose this game. And I appreciate come out. I appreciate I'm, I'm taking your words quite literally here, Gordon. But mm. when, you know when you say got to win tonight, I mean uh, it what, helps him, Gordon. Yeah, obviously, uh, I mean, what if he yes. doesn't? It's not the end of the world. Still, no, surely. But, no, for for me, it's not the end of the world, Gordon. But I've um, I've never really witnessed a, a a manager, especially after Friday night, coming in for so much criticism. When he's just played so many guys it's never played before. Beat the pundits with goals in the Scottish Sun. The SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Kickoff fast approaching between Hungary and Scotland, and kickoff fast approaching in the big one, the big beat the pundit battle between you potentially and either Roger Hanna or Gordon DL. It's thirty seconds head to head, as many questions right as you can, and if you want to play beat the pundit tonight, right now is the chance to pick up the phone. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Do that right now, and you could play beat the pundit after the news. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's show. We are underway in Budapest. 30 seconds on the clock. Hungary nil, Scotland nil. And I figured, because we don't often get a seven o'clock kickoff, we can Keep an eye on it together As this game goes on Something springs to mind Why not share it with us 0141 951 1025 Get in touch with us Let us know your thoughts On the team selection How the team are playing And so on But in the meantime Let's do this Beat the pundits With goals In the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday Wednesday And Saturday Either Roger Hanna or Gordon DL is going to play Beat the Pundit And they're going to be up against Chris from Lanark Chris is a Motherwell fan Chris, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad Good stuff, do you fancy your chances tonight? I mean, I feel like it's only fair we put you up against your fellow Motherwell fan Roger And Gordon DL um, no, that, that's, that's who I was wanting to play, to be honest I thought you might say that if you, you I'm know. A I can sit and watch Hungary v Scotland Yeah, I think that's the boys. Right. The steel Come on, can ba- battle it out. Battle of the steel men, I like the sound of that Good okay. luck, Chris uh, Chris, I uh, will give Gordon DL some Clyde too So that he can't steal your answers It's 30 seconds, Chris Head to head, as many questions right as you can Here's your chance to beat the pundit, okay? Yep Who does St Mirren face tonight in the Championship? The Battle of Nuremberg was a match between Portugal and who at the 2006 World Cup? Poland uh, Who will Celtic play in Scott Brown's testimonial? Republic of Ireland Name any of the four sides into the SWPL Cup semis uh, Glasgow City Which Scottish Championship side was Kilmarnock's Greg Kilty on loan to in 2014? Sorry, sorry what was the Championship side? Yep uh, Rovers And Stirling Albion sit where in the League 2 table? Uh, 
seventh. Okay, let's bring Gordon DL back. Are you with us? Yeah, go you for are. it. Okay, uh, still goalless in Budapest, by the way. In case you're <laughs> frantically worried that we're about, well, in fact, we might actually be about to concede. Let's hold no. that thought. Routine save for Alan McGregor. Okay, Gordon, same set of questions to you. Yes. Yes, go. All right, let's do it. Who does St Mirren face tonight Dumbam. in the Championship? The Battle of Nuremberg was a match between Portugal and who at the 2006 World Cup? Spain. Who will Celtic play in Scott Brown's testimonial? Republic Ireland. Name any of the four sides into the SWPL Cup semis. Um, uh, Edinburgh City. Which Scottish Championship side was Kilmarnock's <laughs> Greg Kilty on loan to in 2014? Pass <laughs> And Stirling Albion sit where in the League 2 table? Uh, second Okay How are you feeling about that Chris? Uh, I to be honest I wasn't that confident But I think I might have just done him We well. managed to throw him uh, off his stride See when he gets one wrong He, he has complete <laughs> head loss Roger Honestly He <laughs> lost, he's lost the plot This is his thing He always gets Glasgow City And Edinburgh City oh, Mixed up I meant to see Glasgow City Always And he knew he'd got it wrong And then he started laughing And he was away Honestly, let's go through them anyway First question, who does St Mirren face tonight in the Championship? It is Dumbarton You both got that right, so you're oh, off to a good start The Battle of Nuremberg was a match between Portugal and who at the 2006 World Cup? It was the Netherlands Chris got it correct Good, yeah, good You Chris. did not that was, what, what, a game. what a game that was uh, 2-1 to Chris Who will Celtic play in Scott Brown's testimonial? Republic of Ireland You both got that right 3-2 to Chris oh, So you, no. you really You sort of needed this one yeah. Name any of the four sides Into the SWPL <laughs> Cup semis You had the choice between uh, Four for Farmington Hibs Celtic And Glasgow City <laughs> Which is who Chris said by the way You went for Edinburgh City No idea why uh, I like Edinburgh It's good there Which means Chris is leading 4-2 So it's all going to come down To these last two questions which Scottish Championship side was Kilmarnock's Greg Kilty on loan at in 2014, Roger? Was it Queen of the South? It was Queen of the oh, South. I wouldn't have got that. So it's still 4-2, which means this wasn't really going to matter anyway. Stirling Albion sit third oh. in the league to <laughs> table. Chris, you've absolutely done them. You've done a number well on Well done, Chris. Four to you well, and two to Gordon DL. Well done to you. No bother at all. Thanks very much. Why did... I don't have... <laughs> I was actually reading it tonight before I come in and Honestly, when we sign the ball I'm going to try really, really hard <laughs> Not to put a kiss on it this week That's true, you did that last week There will be no more of that, please uh, Five minutes gone in Budapest Hungry nil, Scotland nil The home side forcing uh, a couple of corner kicks Which Alan McGregor and the Scotland backline are having to deal with um, If you want to get in touch as the game progresses Then please do Let us know your thoughts What you're making of what you're seeing Who's working, who's not working Who would you like to see Come on perhaps and change things 0141-951-1025 Gordon DL, sum it up for us in terms of what, what you've taken away from the opening minutes Well the first thing I've noticed Gordon is the pitch is dreadful uh, It's bumpy for And it's for both sides you've got to say But uh, very hard to get the ball down It's a very high tempo There's a lot of fouls They're not The, the play's not settled down There's five and a half minutes Nearly six minutes in the clock um, Forrest does try to play up front with Phillips uh, Just seen there The ball came and it, to one of the defenders Long ball over the top So it might just be a case tonight Especially the pitch Get the ball up to the front men And try and play off the second ball And try and play in the final third Because it's certainly not one of these nights That you're going to make two, three, four passes Into the mid-left part And then go play nice football the pitch, I must admit, will play a big partner because it is ridiculous. And now we've seen the pitch. You, you wonder, 
if the pitch was a factor in the team selection You said when you saw the team The fact that Forrest and Phillips were the front two Gives you the option of that ball over the top And the forwards, you know, running facing the goal Maybe that's what McLeish was thinking Maybe he knew he couldn't play it through The, the Armstrongs and the Callum McGregors in the middle of the park And was going to have to go a more direct route Yeah, I think so, Roger You just see McGrew there hitting the diagonal It's a big, long diagonal Trying to get, uh, obviously, Fraser in the right-hand side He picks the ball up That may be a tactic tonight A bit of pace, a bit of energy up front Because, as I say, it's going to be very difficult For the middle uh, part guys To get on the ball and make the nice passes So, uh, but Scotland have started well uh, And that lovely yellow strip I quite like that That's true, Roger A first outing for this new Scotland away kit The yellow, are you having that? Um, a man of great style like yourself Well I actually don't mind the strip I think it was the price of the strip I was more annoyed about last week When I saw it launched Is £103 for the full The full adult kit Can I I'll be really pernickety Do you want me to tell you What's annoying me these days Go for it And this is not just Scotland I think it's going to be um, Perhaps it's an Adidas problem The font On the on the names mm-hmm. Look out for it Because the R's and the A's Look alike mm-hmm. And various other letters look alike Matt Ritchie looked a bit like oh, oh, Matt oh, Aitchie the other night. Does it confuse? He thinks you're talking about the phones. No, no, the font. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay. trying to look. I can't see everybody. Oh, there you go. See, look at that Henry. The R and Henry oh, looks like an A. Oh. Not having it whatsoever. I know it's Star. Anyway, Scotland on the start with Ryan Farzer. <laughs> Scotland on the attack doesn't come to anything. Hungry nil. Scotland nil. Why not get in touch as the game goes on and let us know what you're thinking? Oh one four one nine five one. 1025 Let's hear a bit more from one of the guys involved today, Callum McGregor, who. Is one of these players, Roger, I guess you could say that people have been crying out for him to, to play for Scotland uh, on a bit more of a regular basis in the last couple of seasons. So let's hear from Callum McGregor. Let's see what he had to say ahead of this game. Yeah, I think it's been good. Um, you know, in terms of new squad coming in, new faces and, you know, everybody getting to know each other, sort of gelling well and, and training and things like that. So, you know, it's just going to take time for the, the boys to, to sort of play together and find out what our strengths and, and weaknesses are as a group and then try and build on that. And the result is, is, a, is a key point, you know, obviously it is still early doors, but I think in football, especially when you, you know, you play for Scotland, you play for big teams and you want to, you want to win every football match that you play. So I don't think that'll be any different. As I said, it's, you know, it's a young group as well, but you've, you've got to try and get that winning mentality and, and I'm sure every day that goes on the pitch tonight will be trying to win. It's important, you know, that you, first and foremost, you want to win and you're, you're going out there to win. So um, let's not make any mistake about that. Then the boys are, are desperate to win. So I think when, when you speak about a new group and, and new players, it's important to get performances as well. So I think it's trying to marry the two and, and you know, hopefully get a good performance and a win. Half chance for Scotland there, Gordon, after yeah. nine minutes. Yeah, and it's uh, it's the tactic that I think Alex looked at with the pitch and uh, that's why he's went with the two guys up front. Jack Hendry at the back, usually he would come and play that out, try and play someone in the middle of the park, maybe even stride forward himself. Long ball to Phillips, good, diet, good sort of a run across the defender from Phillips, touching on the second ball, Forrest spins off him, gets on it, it's a good opportunity Roger and I were looking at each other Should I have went with his left foot there Roger Rather than try and get round it yeah, with his right Yeah the, the, the angle is to curl it inside the far post With a left foot He's gone with his more natural right The positive for Scotland is already The two strikers or, or makeshift strikers Depends how you want to re- refer to them They're linking up well Well, The, the big thing Gordon is quite simple for me they're Scotland put, actually I think the, no, the ball ended up In the back of the net But it's the offside flag is up Maybe it didn't quite go in Ryan Fraser with the chance He's and, uh, I have to say Bit of a 
Never offside. Poor decision from the assistant referee. Good build up, good chance, nevertheless. Yeah, he's never offside, but take nothing away. Hungary, the players stopped the minute flag went up, it went up early. But it's really noticeable that uh, Scotland are playing to the conditions. At the back, they've been told diagonal balls, get the ball up front. Phillips knows it's coming. Forrest knows it's coming. They're on their bike, and it seems to be working so far. Um, maybe, and what a strike that is from Hungary, but it goes uh, harmlessly wide in the end. In terms of the shape, Gordon, a bit of speculation as to what it was going to look like. Stephen James, I can see on Twitter saying it looks a bit like a three-four-three with Forrest and Fraser either side of of Phillips. No, I think I think Forrest is just. I think he's been given a license to go and play side to side, but play near Phillips because if you if you watch their best chance there, the ball goes up to Phillips. He makes a good run. The first guy there, there Forrest in again. He's just trying to play off of Phillips in there, and the minute the ball goes long. He's the guy that's got to go up and support him. So, so far, I think, tactically, uh, they've got it right. And that's obviously somebody phoned Roger to tell them that he agrees with what he's saying on the programme tonight. <laughs> Let's hear a bit more from Callum McGregor, shall we? I think we're just trying to sort of bring in a new squad, fresh faces, you know, fresh legs as well. So, I think you could tell, especially when the second half started the other night, then, you know, the tempo sort of went up and, you know, everybody was pressing and, and you know, hungry to win the ball back. And then when we got it, you know, we look dangerous as well. So I think that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to play an attacking style of football. And, and as I say, we're a new squad, then, you know, you've got to get that, that time to jail, but you've got to do it quickly and try and get results as well. Pretty much the whole team that played was, was totally different to, to the one that played in the, the 2017 campaign. So I think the, pretty much the whole squad was, was different to that as well. And, and as I said, it's new faces, it's, it's new ideas as well. So... I think it's important, as I say, the, the players have just got to gel and, and, and try and do it quickly. I've came here, I've, I've tried to impress, I've tried to do well, so I think again it's another sort of big opportunity for me to, to show what I can do and, and as you say, try and try and get into the team for when the competitive games come around. That's what happens when you, you get a new squad of players in, you know, every day trying to find their feet and, you know, it's, it's down to all the boys as individuals and, and as a team to try and get the best system, the best, you know, the best performers and, and get them on the pitch and, and try and get a positive result for Scotland. I suppose you can draw a number of conclusions from this Whether it's about where we are as a nation Or where Celtic are as a, as a, a club I, I don't know Roger But Callum McGregor strikes me as the, the type of guy who Most people fancy to be a, a sort of main part of that Scotland midfield Even though he might not be a main part of Celtic's midfield going forward Yeah, the, the one thing in Callum McGregor's favour And you look at a lot of these young lads with, with not much experience You throw in John McGinn, Kevin McDonald, Tom Kearney The, the one thing in Callum McGregor's favour is People have seen him in... Uh, on the big stage The Champions League stage He scored goals against Bayern Munich They've seen him scoring Europa League goals They've seen him scoring old firm goals against Rangers So people know what Callum McGregor can do in the big games And that's why they're pushing him for Scotland I thought Scotland looked better on Friday night When Callum McGregor and Stuart Armstrong came on I thought it was more movement in the midfield It was more attacking endeavour from the midfield And I, I think going forward You know, you look at tonight Callum McGregor's there Once again Ryan Christie and Kenny McLean On the bench I think Callum McGregor Is already ahead of them In terms of that Attacking midfield position And I think You know If Forrest and Phillips Split tonight I think you'll see Callum McGregor Going and trying to join them As much as he can I suppose the good thing is Gordon This could be The type of stadium That Scotland would have to visit In a qualifier mm. In a must win game You have to get used to these things It's the same for both sides Blah 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 is it just me though Personally gets a bit frustrated When you International football The top level That pitch is rubbish Isn't it Yeah, yeah I'm disappointed I'm disappointed for um, The players that go over there Gordon And you know It's an opportunity To go and show the manager 
what they can do. Um, the pitch is, without making excuses, the pitch is ridiculous. Surely you can get a better pitch to play football on. Um, so I, I feel sorry for him, but you've got to adapt, as Roger says. Every game's different. You've got to adapt. And I think Scotland have got the game plan. They're hitting diagonal balls. Phillips knows it's coming. The defenders know. The midfielders squeezing up. Forrest is trying to play off them. If we can just make sure we're nice and tight at the back, then, you know, I feel that we could get something here tonight on this terrible and pitch. You look at Scotland in recent times, so much of the threat from Scotland has gone down the left-hand side, be it through Andy Robertson, be it through Kieran Tierney when he's fit. Tonight is noticeable. All of Scotland's attacking chances so far have come through that right-hand side, through Ryan Fraser trying to push up, through Phillips, you know, dropping off there, Jack Henry's trying to feed balls into the channel. A lot of Scotland's good work for a change is coming down that right flank. It's been a very frantic start, Gordon, hasn't it? Scotland players, John McGinn there, snapping into a tackle. They look keen to impress. I'm not saying um, it's necessarily been brilliant. I'm just talking about the, the pace of it, the tempo. It's been, it's been quite frantic stuff, I, hasn't I, it? Yeah, but I think, Gordon, there's a fine line with... Yeah, trying too hard. Trying too hard and, and getting yourself... Calm yourself down. That's what I was saying about young McGinn. McGinn's running all over the place. The midfield's running all over the place. They're trying to close everybody down quickly. You've got to do it as a unit. You've got to do it as a team. It works better, not as individuals, because you'll eventually get picked off. Just calm yourself down. Everything's done at 100 miles. There's Armstrong again. Two touches. Now, when he's playing with Celtic, he would never have played that. But because of the conditions, boom. Right up to Phillips And the good thing is The midfield now know We can have We have to get up the park Anything that comes off of Phillips We've got to be Next on the ball So the game plan Alex obviously worked at it And so far I think it's uh, It's actually suiting us if, if if the truth is Because I watched us Against Costa Rica uh, And we played With three midfield players That were all similar Nice Touchy Tappy Tappy football Sometimes it's quite good to go direct, get the middle of the park up, go and fight for the second ball, and now you're playing in the final third and an opportunity to score a goal. Yeah, John McGinn took a bit of a clatter there, but Scotland just take the free kick short and uh, just keep possession really inside the hungry half. Let us know what you've made of the opening stages then. We're 16 minutes in. What's caught your eye? What's disappointed you? 0141 951 1025. And we've got a cracking full time teaser coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football all season long Please gamble responsibly Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's show 22 minutes gone in Budapest Hungry nil Scotland nil Scotland doing okay Not a great deal to, to really shout about at the moment A few tweets coming in though uh, Mark Ward hopes Barry Douglas gets some game time Always impressed me And hoped Celtic would go for him when Dundee United Pre-Tierney of course he says um, What else is coming in uh, Scotty however is not having Matt Phillips He's put a picture of himself Scotty lying up in the hospital bed With a stookie on Saying that he's more mobile than Matt Phillips at the moment So uh, get well soon I think that's mm-hmm. all we can say to that Good teaser for you Oh, Listen, Come on I like these I think this is one of the hardest we've no, ever had Come on and, a, and not hard in a silly way Like the Vils last week or anything like that This is just tough You really need to know your stuff here Sent in by John Smith mm. And I really think you're going to struggle But anyway Roger, you set the bar high So you will have to deal with it Since 2000 Okay Eight players yep. Have scored their one and only goal For Celtic or Rangers On their debuts 
So since 2000 Eight players have scored their one and only goal For Celtic or Rangers On their debuts Name them Silence Wow I told you it was tough I watch your football You do the quiz I told you But listen I'm fed up You answer them all We've got to make them difficult And I know Only one goal On their debut You guys out there Are very good at these Even if you don't get all eight I know some of you Will throw some very good answers At me soon on Twitter At Clyde SSB one Any that goal. spring to mind I mean yeah, An obvious starting point Is just guys who scored On their debuts If you can remember them But then did they go on And score any more Because if they did It's going to be Some they really are obscure Pavel Brozek Nope mm. Not that it really matters You've got one, two, three It's three Celtic Five Rangers I don't really think That helps but just... La- Lassad Nope Did Andy Little score one goal? No he scored oh. a few Did he? Played yeah, yeah. played in Division 3 as it was then So ended up getting a, a good few um, Scotland with a, an effort on goal by John McGinn It bounces no. about Oh and the referee's given a free kick oh, against good. Hungary Just when it looked as if we were going to tuck the rebound away Poor decision Poor decision Play so, on Any on the teaser at the moment then? I've just Actually thought that the teaser was Scored one goal in their debut Celtic V Rangers Rangers V No you, you never listen to the question Right I've Since got the 2000 question Eight players have scored Their one and only goal For Celtic Or Rangers On their debuts The only other clue I'll give you to kick us off Only one of these players Is still at Either club It wasn't What do you call The Moroccan left back Who was on loan at Celtic That scored an old firm game El Kaduri El Kaduri No it wasn't him <laughs> You're sounding like DJ <laughs> I know I'm spending more too like much DJ. time with him on a Saturday That's a terrifying so, thought three, by the way Three Celtic, five Rangers And only one of the eight is still at the club mm, This is hard Yeah, I told you it was hard Anyway um, Scotland on the attack again Doesn't look like it's going to come to much Or yes, is it? it? It's been kept alive in the box James Forrest He's just trying to get a bit of space And it's oh, a it's really, really tame effort But a short on target nevertheless We'll take it John's in Linwood Hi John Hi Gordon Roger and the legend Hi John. Hi Roger, John. Uh, I think it's more important that obviously the the players support Alex more than uh, the Scottish men. Uh, I would like to think Alex would then uh, went into the dressing room today and brought out a, a, an old uh, tape called Braveheart and uh, turned around and say to the players, "Listen, guys, he's bled for striking. No bleed for me." You know, and get them uh, winded up, like you know. But uh, I, I really do. I mean, Gordon had. Uh, I, I'm sorry to talk about Gordon, you know, because he is the previous manager. But Gordon did have the backing uh, of the players, Scott Brown, uh, and the Scottish crowd. Uh, I hope, obviously, Alex gets that. He deserves. He deserves that. You know, he's. It took a lot of ball. You know, we can all say that he's. Uh, you know, two years. Uh, not, sorry, he's had two chances at the Scotland, uh, you know, management, and then, uh, you know, I just think, I just hope we win the night, man. Uh, I like John from Linwood's um, motivational oh, tactics. But, I mean, Daz was up there beating his fist in his nah, chest. Yeah, there, that, would, that was quite something. Terrific rhetoric. Um, we just had another good chance, actually. Matt Phillips, good turn in the box. It was a sort of cross come shot. Didn't really come to much in the end, but. Decent enough build up Yeah we've not really tested Goalkeeper Gordon But I'll, I'll say something For 27 minutes We're doing alright There's a good pace to it There's good energy to it 
Uh, we've got a game plan, we're sticking to it. Um, but you've got to say that Hungary are still a dangerous side and, and McGregor's pulled off a good save from a free kick as well. So it's been not bad. It's been a better first half than it was on Friday. What about John's wider point, Roger, that for all the focus that shows like this have been given to the notion that the fans need to get behind Alex McLeish, the bigger picture is it, it's, it's the players that yeah. have to get on with him. 100% it is, and that's why I think he's given so many players an opportunity over these two games. He doesn't want to you know, alienate anyone straight away. He wants to get players, give them a feeling of involvement. There was, I think, five new caps, if you include Jamie Murphy, at the end of the game on Friday night. Jack Henry starts tonight There's obviously a chance that Barry Douglas will get his debut off the bench tonight as well So he's trying to have an inclusive approach Make all the players feel as if they're involved Remember he's still got Kieran Tierney to come back He's still got Lee Griffiths to come back He's still got Craig Gordon to come back He might even look at a a Darren Fletcher and James MacArthur Again going forward So John's right Get the players on side Get them working with you before I go, I, I mean, I really do think it's important to, uh, you know, be behind Alex because uh, who do we have? Uh, we obviously, I mean, I, I've said it myself coming on the show, he's had two chances. And honestly, I don't care about that. All I care about is my nation and I love my football. But, uh, you know, I mean, patience. And I said that at the weekend, It's uh, there's none as far as the Scottish crowd is concerned. Yeah. But uh, I just wish all the best all the best for Alex. I really do. And uh, we can get into some sort of football, you know. Well, fingers crossed, Jack Henry's just coming forward for Scotland at the moment. Uh, he keeps coming forward, actually. Finds himself only about 40 yards from goal. Still goalless in Budapest, just approaching the half-hour mark. Have you got any thoughts on the way it's been so far? Improvements, things that have not impressed you 0141-951-1025 These two are stumped on the teaser And I like to stump Roger Hanna It gives me great delight I'm wondering all your chat about the 17s and 19s Is Jack Aitchison one? Ah, Jack Aitchison is one Ah, good So we're looking for 8 players since 2000 Who've scored their one and only goal For Celtic or Rangers on their debut So if you remember Jack Aitchison uh, He scored against Motherwell On his debut in 2016 And hasn't scored For Celtic since yeah. So you're now looking For seven others None of which remember Are still there Are they a left back In there for Rangers Vignal 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 No sorry. He's not one oh, I'm struggling Roger I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think Of the years Rangers Were down the leagues and it'll, it'll be, You really won't be happy With me pointing out Jack Aitchison's definitely The easiest of these I would say Yeah The one I thought was, was Ross Perry No Andy Mitchell oh. No Murdoch Andy Murdoch No He scored more than one Oh did he? I think What I'll say is You're not A million miles off With that tactic mm-hmm. Sebastian Forey Nope Emilson Krebari Nope Okay But that I mean I'm, I'm hoping you're not going to list off Every well, single Rangers well, player for this, uh, uh, We will never last. remember them um, But yeah there are There are two From from that era If you like mm-hmm. Okay Tommy's on the line Tommy's a Rangers fan in Govan Hi Tommy Hi there uh, I mean I'm almost apologetic Can I make this call But I just think the whole McLeish project is completely doomed to failure. I think, you know, it's what to think of a job that he's not been back from. And I think the deeper point is, is you know, if you reward failure, you're going to get what you deserve. We found that out with Stratton. Which, I mean, Stratton should have been sacked 
after the first campaign when, you know, he, he should have qualified, he didn't. He got awarded a new contract, I'll never know why. And then it ends up with the only team in the Northern Hemisphere that doesn't qualify for France. So I think, and it's probably a fish rots for the head down, as the thing here, the SFA, it showed you how low their sights are. That Alec, I mean, Alec McLeish is struggling to get a job anywhere. And he's doing the Scotland national man. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope, I hope we qualify and whatever, but don't hold your breath. Just on this notion that, that we should have qualified the first time under Gordon Strachan, Tommy, I mean, out of a group with Germany and Poland, do you still think we should? What, what do you mean by should have? Let me just clarify that. Well, what, what I mean by is, is we should have is, is I think we we definitely had, we got Germany at the best time ever to play them. Um, Poland, I mean, other than Lewandowski, name their players. Who's their, Republic Ireland, who's their star player? Well, they didn't. They, right, okay, I take your point. Roger? Well, we didn't qualify. I don't think there's any point looking back. I understand the points Tommy's making, but we are where we are. We haven't qualified for years. Whoever came in, be it Alec, be it someone else, they were going to have to wipe the slate clean because, good though a lot of the players were, ultimately the last squad under Gordon Strachan failed. You know, the, the remit is to reach major finals. They haven't reached major finals. That means it's the end of the road for the Chris Martins, the Stephen Fletchers, the Barry Bannons, all of those guys who were in previous squads. We need to give other guys a chance because the previous guys couldn't do it. So... If it takes a few games, a few of the friendly games for, you know, the Kearneys and the McTominays and you know, the likes of McKenna and Hendry to settle in, then I think we really do need to just suck it up, show a bit of patience and believe that these players in the long run can do better than the previous squads. But I mean, why are you appointing people that are getting habitually sacked? Because I mean, there's, but, a, there's but, a clue I'll, in there. I'll tell you why. Because the job isn't an attractive job. You know, when the SFA go out and look for a manager, they don't have Pep Guardiola or Jose Mourinho coming. The job pays less than jobs at the bottom of the English Championship. The job is less attractive than a Celtic or a Rangers or an Aberdeen. That's just where we are at the minute, unfortunately. And having failed to get Michael O'Neill, having failed to get Walter Smith, the SFA backed themselves into a corner where they couldn't be seen to fail a third time they had to go to someone who they knew would accept it. Alec McLeish has accepted it. And as I said, the day he took the job, Tommy, he's there, the SFA have appointed him. And I think that, you know, the least we can do for him now is give him a bit of support and, you know, when he's opening matches in charge. Well, I, I certainly am going to be supporting him. And I, I'm just saying, I don't think he's up to the job. And he's like his predecessors, I mean, Craig Levine. Uh, you know, it, it's almost like a sign of how bad badly run we are that this, I don't believe for a second that that's the best quality candidate that we can attract to the job I, I just don't believe it I hope I'm wrong but I don't I don't see how he's going to he's going to do anything Who is gettable that would have been better? I'm not saying there aren't any by the way I just want to hear some suggestions Well I, I think we could have probably uh, pushed the boat out I think we could have maybe tempted Graham Sunnis into it I think hope uh, he might absolutely have. no chance whatsoever would Graham Sunnis have come and taken the job on. No but chance. Did they approach whatsoever. him and ask him? No, because people, well, pe people who are friendly, people close to Graham, if they were interested, would have told them that there is no way Graham Sunnis would come and take the Scotland job at his time of life. He's got a very good job with Sky Sports, which 
I would imagine Would pay more than the Scotland manager's how, job How pays. many years out of management Is Graeme Souness Roger remind me Oh well When did he oh, At least 10 years Possibly more But you know He's going to come in And get but I'm just saying I think If, if you're even making it known that look, this is the sort of guy that we're going for. I mean, if you're going to just go with somebody, go with somebody that's young, like me, an Alec Neal or whatever. I, I don't know. Somebody who you're going to say, right, we're giving you, this is a long-term project. We understand that you've got a bit of coaching ability about you. Let's uh, and I, do that way. But uh, why are you put, approach again, somebody that's going to be Again, going, going back to my point, Alec Neal wouldn't have taken the Scotland job. Alec Neal is operating at the top end of the English Championship. Um, the Preston job will pay more than the Scotland job And Alec Neil will believe that the team he's building at Preston Can do what the likes of Bournemouth and Brighton and Huddersfield have done And get into the English Premier League And he'll see himself you know, having day-to-day involvement Against the Guardiolas and the Pochettinos and the Mourinho's and the Klopp's That's where a lot of the young managers have their ambitions now They have it in club management it, it, you know, it, it's almost a sad indictment on international football nowadays, and it's not just the Scotland job either. You know, international football jobs are not as lucrative and not as attractive to managers as the, as decent club jobs are anymore. Also, Roger, this notion that long term projects still exist for managers. They can't possibly win it Lose a few games And you're out on your ear That's just a fact Of course it is I mean there's five Scottish Premiership managers Have gone this season There is no You know they used to say Oh you know You've got four years It's a four year cycle You hardly get four months nowadays Look at Lee McCulloch At Kilmarnock Ian Cathro at Hearts Even Jim McIntyre Jim McIntyre Won a cup for Ross County And was fired within weeks Of the start of this season So there is no such thing anymore As long term planning Scotland still passing it about relatively well on what is a really, really difficult surface in Budapest. But with 37 minutes gone, hungry nil, Scotland nil. On the teaser, we're looking oh, for eight, eight players since 2000 who've scored their one and only goal for Celtic or Rangers on their debuts. I've got one. Go. Hey, come on. Oh, you think you've got one? No, I've got one. Well, okay. I'm not sure how you can be so certain, but. Yeah, because he come on at sub. At Ibrox And scored literally With his first touch I was there with you Yes Who? Billy King Billy King Well done So we've got Billy King And Jack Aitchison So far we'll get the answers To the teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Download the app And score a tap in Please gamble responsibly (sighs) We've missed a penalty if you've just tuned in We've missed a penalty Can you believe it? Hungry nil Scotland nil Ryan Fraser was brought down in the box Gordon Diel Captain Charlie McGrew Reliable Scored 12 goals for Blackburn this season Many of them penalties And the keeper saved it Yeah I had it counted Gordon uh, Charlie's usually very good uh, Terrific left foot um, He's I don't know I, 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 You can say it was a good save But I think it's at a good height For a goalkeeper It's not get the a great bit of pace on it So I thought in Scotland Ooh, Another chance, chance here Good, good ball in Yeah And Forrest trying to get in front Of the defenders I think Scotland deserves to get a half time leading Gordon uh, I think they've uh, played well uh, Under the Poor conditions of the pitch But uh, 
a big opportunity to miss with Charlie for the penalty kick It's a big chance that for James Forrest He just doesn't get enough on it in his left foot And it ends up being saved easily by the hungry goalkeeper Okay, not the hungry goalkeeper You, you know what I mean, the mm, Hungarian starving. goalkeeper Yeah, yeah. I knew someone was going to make a joke there um, We are in the closing stages of tonight's show We're looking for the following answers on the teaser Since 2000, 8 players have scored their one and only goal For Celtic or Rangers on their debuts can you name them? What have you got for me during the break? Did you come up with anything else? Yeah, I come up with Callum Gallagher. By the way, I am impressed. Does. He what? scored against them firmly oh. in 2014. Oh, did we get Billy King out? Yeah, we yeah, did. he did. Yeah. yeah. What about Sviachenko? No, no, I remember. It wasn't his debut. Ah. We've had a few guesses, but lots of people um, <laughs> complaining about Charlie Mulgrew taking penalties because. He's a central defender He has banged in About half a dozen yeah. penalties This yeah. season For very Blackburn good, Very I good mean, from dead ball situations An unusually Poor penalty I would say You know A reasonable height For a goalkeeper Galaxy Decent save We good. should be ahead We're not It's the ultimate hindsight Though isn't it If someone doesn't score a penalty That they shouldn't have taken it In the yeah. first place I mean, It's a fairly Difficult situation Anyway We are approaching half time In Hungary Still looking for more On the teaser mm. Roger None Juninho um, Nope Thomas Gnafson Nope oh, I was going to say him mm, Freddie Lundberg The two Celtic ones you're looking for Are from 2013 and oh. 2014 uh-huh. 13-14 Yep So certainly one of them is Ronnie Dyla era mm-hmm. I think Yep Yep. So And the, the Rangers ones are a bit spread out all over the place You've actually Bearing in mind What's the wording of the question since 2000 You have to go back to 2001 For one of the Rangers oh, ones Oh Off the line by Scotland Andy Robertson So one of the Rangers Guys who scored in his debut And never scored again Did so in 2001 If memory serves me correctly It was a screamer An absolute screamer Bearing in mind We're having to go back <laughs> 17 years I hope I've remembered it properly Still Conterman is it? Nope Who did he score screamers against? I wasn't trying to trick you I was just seeing if I could lead you down a certain path Ooh, It's the same It's not against Celtic, nope No, nope. same sort of thing But um, I don't I have no clue I'm struggling Many have we got? Four You've only got three out, of the eight. three out of the eight That's Not a finest hour You're also looking for a It's half time in Hungary by the way Goalless Hungary nil Scotland nil Charlie McGrew's missed penalty The big talking point of the first half Gordon Beale Sum up the opening 45 for I think us. I think it's been very positive Gordon uh, We touched on uh, the conditions of the pitch Scotland uh, uh, have adapted to that um, You know they're playing the long ball at times And they're, they're running You know Phillips and Forrest And midfield getting up to support They've had a couple of half chances Yes McGregor had a couple of good save One off the line there just at the end by Robertson But the biggest chance comes from the penalty Um, When your You know your Scotland captain steps up there Usually really um, Brilliant at these penalty kicks Dead balls He usually I, I had every confidence in putting us into the lead I think we would have deserved it Gordon so a lot of positives for Alec to take into the dressing room at half time. Just that disappointment, the fact that we've missed a great chance to be 1-0 up with the penalty kick. Craig Woods is on Twitter. He's followed my clue, if you like. He's got it. He's got the Rangers one from 2001. No, tell us then. <laughs> if I tell you who it was against. Motherwell. Motherwell? 
at Fir Park I'm sure it was And it was a screamer Rangers player 2001 Oh Fabrice Fernandez Yes ah, Fabrice Fernandez ah. So we're Halfway there Spectacularly We've got Jack Aitchison Fabrice Fernandez Callum Gallagher And Billy King So you've got two more Celtic And a couple more Rangers As well mm, I don't know The Celtic one was a centre half Oh I've got it uh, Ramon Is it Vega? Vega um, What'd you call No Roger already suggested that It's oh, not Ramon you? Vega <laughs> I've no got it then His first name sounds a bit like Ramon 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 Gamon It wasn't Rami Gershon It was Rami Gershon Did he scored. I don't remember ah, I see a led job the path there Roger Against well Inverness done. in 2013 So albeit with the, the aid of my clues We are getting there mm-hmm. Jack Aitchison Rami Gershon Fabrice Fernandez, Callum Gallagher and Billy King Two Rangers, one Celtic to go. Right, I'll give you the clues, right? Was Reggie Blinker one? No. The Celtic one is 2014 mm-hmm. against Salzburg in the Europa League. Okay? Mm-hmm. The two Rangers ones, one is against Livingston in 05 and one is against Gretna in 07. <laughs> no chance, I've no chance, I'm out. You were right, that is just the hardest full-time teaser. You think so? Yeah. Too hard? Yeah. Well, listen, I like to try well, and test you every now and look then. look at the so in the corner. Not, not Egalos and Stad? No. One of the Rangers ones you're looking for is a centre-half. 2007 against Gretna, a centre-half scored their one and only goal for Rangers, no. and it was his debut. Come on, Roger. Oh, looking at Carl Svensson. No. I'd look closer to home if I were you. The men's look up the men. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not quite. Not that close. Um, I've no chance. I'm out. I'm, I've no idea. So we're talking 2007. Yep. A centre half scored on his debut for Rangers and never scored for them again. British or Scottish? Scottish. Since we're running out of time. Oh! Are you okay? Did they come from Did they come from Hearts? Yes I think so Andy and Webster Brilliant Yep Andy Webster Well done to you So we're only looking at Two more One who scored On his Celtic debut Against Salzburg in 2014 And one who scored for, On his Rangers debut Against Livingston in 05 Amid Obaldi No He's not a striker as such He was more of a, a midfielder He didn't really play enough for Celtic To establish a position he, he did play out wide He played centrally sometimes as well In midfield Struggling mm-hmm. wasn't, um, wasn't Dylan McGeer was it? No Oh he's he's not Scottish this one This one is certainly not Scottish I've no idea Roger I'm sorry I've, I've only gave you five He is of African... Descent it's not, it's not Wakaso Mubarak is it? It is uh, Wakaso Mubarak Well done to you And the Rangers one Any chance? You know something The, the, the worry The 2005 I have a feeling it was a 2-2 A 2-2 draw at Armandville I must admit I'm not sure oh. Who was it then? Who are you thinking? Who are you thinking Roger? Come on we're running out of time no, uh, yeah. Nationality Come on French I was hoping that clue might help me, Gordon. He was also a defender, centre back, I think. Is it Julian Rodriguez? No. Nope. Jean Pierre. Yes. 
It was It was fan fan There we go Thank you to Gordon DL And Roger Hanna For joining me On tonight's show Not quite sure How you got that Between you um, Half time in Hungary It's Hungary Nil Scotland Nil Charlie Mulgrew's Missed penalty though A real chance For Scotland We'll have all the Post match reaction On tomorrow night's Programme I'll be in the company Of Mark Guidi And Alex Ray Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet in play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly.